Hey Sarah, I hope you don't mind. I thought I'd um, I thought I'd send you a voice note um, rather than write a bit of stuff down because I wanted to respond to your message in a meaningful way or well, well what the intention is to be meaningful um, as 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 meaningful as possible and because um, that's I don't know that's what I live for maybe I don't know I don't know what you live for I live for meaning um, and and I thought well. I could just write you some stuff or I could um, or I could send you a little bit of voice because um, and the reason I'm sending you voice is because you are a voice geek um, people who I think are, are interested in um, and isn't it wonderful that so many of us have become voice geeks now right all of us am amateur podcasters um, are all experiencing the joys of being becoming very very interested in voice and what does it mean to capture it and what does it mean to capture the voice in flight and how to edit that voice and um, do something with that voice I I don't know I imagine I'm talking to the converted here um, or maybe I'm not because I'm th that's my kind of relationship with voice from this from my personality type which is that of kind of the soul it's like voice voice is where one really 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 hears the human soul and we get very caught up with um, people's exteriorities, including their language, language encased exteriorities, and we forget about their souls until maybe we read like a piece of prose, right? Where also as much as in as much of as much about the words of that piece you sent me as the the groove the groove of it the you know and it's uh, it's like a is that the right word the jet that jazz word that jazz term um for someone who's just got 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 good groove or got there's a special term for it i think it might be groove in the sense that in the sense that this you know there's certain people who play the drums and that's fine they're very very technically accomplished but this uh, but but there's other people who, when they play the drums, I'm thinking here of Anderson Pack, who plays the the simplest, simplest of drum uh, patterns, but he's got such impeccable groove. It's not impeccable. It's not like oh no, it's not impeccable. He's got such groove. He's got soul. There we go. He's got such soul that um, that th there's something there that is completely and utterly enchanting um, even though he's playing the same beat that everyone else plays CF um, Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals Tiny Desk Concert for example um, for me that is just it's just perfect because he is his soul is 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 manifest to the world in that moment and I think that's People, the audiophiles of this world, I think we're attracted to that. So that's the reason I thought I'd send you a little bit of voice. Um, also because, yeah, really, I mean, as much as anything, right, I'm a windbag, so I'm, you know, why say something in 10 seconds when you can say it in 10 minutes? But I really, really appreciated you sending that piece. One, because it got me thinking about wanting to read more, like, really well-written, you know, vampire fiction or something. Um, because I'm interested in vampires, metaphorically. And, um, and the other was just the pleasure of it, the pleasure of the prose, which is very, very good. Now, I'm sure you know this. I didn't know that you were such a good writer. Um, when people say to you, yeah, I'm writing a novel, you're like, yeah, you and the rest of the world well done get on with it um but then of course someone shares a piece of writing and it is actually genuinely very very accomplished um but more than accomplished it has real soul it has real soul aha uh, uh, okay ah oh, that's good i don't have to pretend to like this because i genuinely do i think it's amazing uh it's i suppose a sort of piece of flash fiction but you don't read it as a piece of flash fiction um, because it's so I won't use the word complete because it's incomplete 
I guess it's like a poem, it's a prose poem of sorts. And that's why my suggestion would be that when we do next meet on Wednesday, that maybe, again, completely up to you, but maybe we, we actually sit and we do a... Um, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a very conscious reading of it. A very conscious reading, which is not to say intellectual reading, a very conscious, soulful reading of your this piece of flash fiction, which you're unconscious, essentially. Because I think the, 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 the stuff that's really got soul in it, it's, there's, it's just got like probably a thousand different layers to the piece. That's why it's got poetry. It's got poetry. It's got soul. Same thing. It's got a thousand different layers going on there which is just the most wonderful thing to explore, I think, if one is open to that kind of exploration. I, I worked for a few years for the Reader Organization. You might may know of the Reader, because I'm sure in your, um, in, in your broadcasting um, paths, um, you may have crossed the Reader. And they, you know, getting people, you sit down and you do with everyday folk, <laughs> like you and me, um, but, but maybe we don't see ourselves as everyday folk. Um, uh, fours never see themselves as everyday folk. And I think eights, do eights see themselves as everyday folk? I don't know. Uh, everyday folk sit down with other everyday folk who are also trained up as these reader people. And they don't just sit and just read some, I don't know, like some rupee kaur poetry or something not that i'm having a not not that i'm getting all elitist about rupee no 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 they sit down and they read like really really quite tricky literature i don't know they'll sit down and read ulysses so you've got i mean it, it's it's very utopian it's very idealistic but but it's also if you if you get into that religion which i did for a number of years it's um glorious thing because you're like, yeah, we all come to a line of Shakespeare in the same way. It doesn't matter if you went to Cambridge, supposedly, and, I don't know, you know, spend your life thinking about Shakespeare. Or if you, um, I don't know, left school at 16, but you are a soulful creature, you are going to come to a line of Shakespeare in the same way. Um, you know, I did a group where we, where we read, um, in a painstakingly beautiful way, um, Middlemarch together. And just everyone from all walks of life, and some people who would, some people who would never ever sit down with a classic, which is now most of us. Um, some people who are only able to read lines of things, line you know, Instagram memes. Um, we all sat down together and we all read this uh, novel together, and we went at the pace of the the energy and the soul of the group we went it we read it through the soul of the group and it was it was probably one of the best experiences of my life sitting together with a group of people and every week you know it was once a week it's like therapy it was therapy it is therapy you would sit and you would meticulously but not pedantically meticulously not like a scholar you would try and really connect really connect with this text and of course the the readers the the people who were leading the group were kind of like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? You know, but like, not like from a head place, from a, from a gut place, from a heart place, and from a head place. What is going on here? What is this about? What is this about? What is life about? And you would have these amazing discussions, but not people going off on, on one. No, not like this. No, not the windbag discussions. No, you would have these amazing discussions where um, through the text... It was religious. It was religious. It was psycho-spiritual. It was amazing. And I think, if you're up for it, I think we should do that with your 300 words. Um, I would, A, because I would just adore um, hearing what came out of it, because I feel like this, I feel like whatever you need, and I know this sounds a bit cliched and a bit kind of weird, um, but, but also it's just standard you know therapy speak isn't it um but whatever you need i think is genuinely genuinely there i think you you have written it already and it's just about hearing it from that wise self to your it's like hearing it from the adult self to the child self or maybe it's hearing it from the child self to the adult self um whatever that 
that very simple elemental message you need to hear that maybe is even bringing you, let's say, to whatever we call this thing called therapy. Maybe, well, not maybe, it is. It's in this, it's in these 300 words. And I'm sitting here scratching my head, but also enjoying it because it's so well written. Um, and thinking, wow, 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 wow. Um, this has got so much to it. I mean, it, just, just for me as a reader, but I imagine if we were to really slow it down and really, essentially if you were to freely associate around this text for an hour, I think we would have something very interesting and, and useful, for want of a better word, um, for you to take away. We might even decide to record it because we're, we're two audiophiles, um, you know, like, for example, at this moment, do you think I'm just walking around with my phone in my hand? No, I've got my, I've got, you know, my little Lavalier mic, you know, s strapped to my head. And because um, I want to send you, a, a, you know, a good piece of good piece of my soul here. Even though slightly windbaggy piece. So that was that was going to be a suggestion um, that I was going to make. I was almost tempted to sort of read it to you so that you could hear it coming from a different voice. But maybe we could, we'll see. We'll see how, how you'd like to set that up. But, um, but I really appreciate you sending it. And I also really appreciate, because this came on Friday, I really, really appreciated the, the, um, the sort of the bat out of hell uh, footnote. Um, <laughs> You know, it's almost like one of those David Foster Wallace footnotes, right? You know, it's like like the, the footnote in and of itself is a piece of work. Because, of course, you then go, well, I did, and I listened to Bad Out of Hell, and then I came back and I read it again. And maybe somehow that should be included. Maybe we should begin the session by listening to Bad Out of Hell quite loud um, for five minutes and sort of meditating, which is to say being fully, fully open to whatever message Bad Out of Hell is delivering to us. Um, and then we go into the this ritualized. I think therapy needs to be re-ritualized, but re-ritualized in ways that are creative and expressive and interesting for both parties, which is why please ignore this suggestion if you think it sounds crazy, which, you know, lots of suggestions are. Um, that's how I think we should do that. Or, or rather, that's that's what I'd like to do with this text. I'd like us to read it and... Um, and you to freely associate um, because I think well as we know it's probably one of the greatest pleasures of life uh, which is why I'm allowing myself to do it for like 15 minutes here um, and forgive me if it's a bit boring I know for Freud I'm sure some of the free associations he listened to were not particularly interesting, which is why he sat behind the, the client with the cigar. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want them to see the boredom on my face. I don't know, that's a very type four reading of Freud. Um, and he also, as a, Freud's a six, uh, he didn't want to, it was also caring. He didn't, he, you know, he, he wanted to be able to sit behind them and think and have his own thoughts. Um, he didn't want, you know, he's not a type two character who wants to be literally, here I am giving you myself, my soul. No, he wanted to sit behind them and have his own thoughts. Very mental type. So... Yeah, if you're up for that, if you're up for a little bit of free association, because I don't know, I'm coming back to that in my um, in my middle years, the joys of free association and recognizing as Freud did, I suppose, also, as all the mental types do. Um, Adam Phillips is a five, even more mental than Freud, um, and he's all about you know if you ever re even read any Adam Phillips, it's all it's all over the place. It's just him enjoying himself that for that one day a week i think he does it on a wednesday he just the whole day he just sits and just freely associates um and then calls it an essay i think he started writing poems though he calls it an essay and then you know it's published in the london review of books and then it ends up in a collection or you know so that's free association 
But the other thing is, and, uh, and I'm going to ask you if you mind, because I realize this is a bit, maybe a bit strange, but I sort of feel like it's, um, I genuinely, f I would hope that it would be of use or of interest rather than just some mumbo jumbo wumbo. Um, and that is, when you mentioned the, the, the Bat Out of Hell song, um, I, felt, I felt a sort of moment of synchronicity well, I actually also felt a moment of synchronicity when reading about the vampire because that day, so a friend of mine is also a psychotherapist in Edinburgh, is doing this show about being single and dating in your 50s. Uh, she's in her late 50s. I'm in my early 50s, although on Hinge I'm still 49, 49 forever. Uh, and... Um, She's doing this show, which at the moment uh, I think is uh, the, uh, which hopefully this year, you know, Edinburgh, uh, I think it's going to be called like "Go Fuck Yourself," but but not in that, not in an aggressive way. Um, although she is a force, so there's a slight bit of aggression there always. Um, she's also an Essex four, so it's a, um, yeah, I'll send you the info about that, uh, about the Essexes. Um, see what you think. And so anyway, she's doing the show called Go Fuck Yourself because it starts with this like 15 minutes of her talking about, you know, sort of breaking this kind of taboo of talking about, you know, masturbating, but not in a teehee tittering kind of way, just like, yeah. Um, and about her having this, you know, at the moment, her main relationship being with her hand. It's, it's, it's sort of, you know, clownish. Um, it's got a kind of foolishness. It's a foolish for production, I think. Um, that's what it's going to be about. Am I trying to get her onto Women's Hour? No, of course not. No, of course not. I would never be so devious as that. <laughs> trying to get my friend onto Women's Hour by mentioning it in a, you know, voice note. No, I would, I would not do that. Um, unless I was slightly altered in some way. So, so Francisca is doing the show and, um, and I like writing like little silly parodic songs and um, that's how we amuse each other um, one of the ways we, we amuse each other and, and 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 so I've been trying to write some songs for her show and once uh, and on Friday I came up with uh, a, a sort of Weird Al Yankovic version of McFly's um, It's About You and uh, and I my version which is sort of about dating and and about love and well, what is love you know the, the Howard Jones question um, what is love anyway I came up with it's about me um, and I thought like and when you sent me Batter of Hell I listened to Batter of Hell I thought not just to show off or to make a fool of myself which is something I'm sometimes want to do but to actually just sort of share some soul I was like I wonder if Maybe I should just send Sarah. I wonder what she'd think of it's about me. Because I think also this is, but not, because also I think there is a synchronicity here. I think there is something, there's something in that song, something that came out of my unconscious, which is about my stuff, that for, and this is me after reading Young Blood, right? I thought there's something there that might, you might hear something there for yourself too. That would, that, I guess that's the hope that anyone hopes for when we, solipsistically create a piece of art that someone would um, hear something for themselves and appreciate that I don't know that's my definition of art um, so I thought about sending that and um, but I, I don't want to foist it on you because that's not our um, connection um, but I thought about sending that to you. My, um, because, well, if you like Bad Out of Hell, I think you'll probably be okay with a kind of silly parody sung to a backing track karaoke version, not sung very well, of, um, of, of this McFly classic. Uh, but then today, before, uh, before sending this, I also wondered if... And I, and, and I know, sorry, this is, this is very SX. This is like asking for something that, that one really sh maybe shouldn't ask for, but I'm going to ask for it anyway. Uh, or suggest or invite or um, wonder if. 
I could also send you this other little piece of audio that I've been working on. Um, and again, not, not to use your producer ears, which are not mine to use. <laughs> um, uh, certainly if I'm not paying for them, right? Um, because I guess you're paying me to use my psychotherapy ears you could say, right? So I'm not, I'm sending this to you. There's like, I want a freebie, um, hang on. But I don't know. So this is why I'm asking you if I could, rather than just foisting it onto you. Could I send you this little piece of audio that I've been working on recently, which uh, is, I don't, I don't know what, well, I know what it's about, but it's, um, it's connected, I guess, to this topic. It's a connected to, um, how does one how does one live with the ghosts of one's past particularly ones those romantic ghosts particularly those ghosts the ghosts of eros the ghosts and the vampires and the victims and you know who was the vampire who was the victim it's always so hard to 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 pull that apart but how do we live with that how do we live because the only place we can live is is the here and the now we can only enjoy the journey or not enjoy the journey here and now and but yet we're carrying all of these bloody ghosts in the back seat and you can't just open a door and just sort of say get out because uh, they don't get out they don't so how do we live with them and and reading your piece I was just reminded of well yes of course one of the ways of not just exercising but trying to make something meaningful of the ghosts if we live for meaning is to make something make something of it make something new different um, change the narrative um, so I came up with this idea of doing an audio piece which is where I'm essentially sending a, a voice note like this one very similar style just freely associative voice note no script to um, to my ex um, who I had this you know painful breakup at the uh, and and there was no there was no closure there was no sense of it was kind of like a it was it was a ghosting it was a kind of a ghosting I had a kind of a ghosting <laughs> oh poor me um you know but but I did uh, a kind of a ghosting and um although of course it wasn't that's the that's the drama queen version but I had a kind of a ghosting and I um and I've been struggling with that, but also creatively struggling with that in a really, you know, yummy kind of way, juicy way, which I think you're also doing with this material, right? I mean, there is something alive there, something very alive in the struggle, in the almost the, 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 the deathly struggle uh, or the to death do we struggle with our um, material. Um, there's something very alive there. And I've been really, tr really trying to do something with it. And, and for the last 14 months, I've done all sorts of podcast projects. I did one on, you know, um, uh, the climate crisis, but it was really about the breakup, right? And I did, I mean, every, every project I did, because I, I like sort of switching and here and there and doing, you know, I don't know, a small project and doing something else. Every small project I did was basically about this, this breakup. And it was about me trying to make sense of it and trying to, trying to make it okay which I think is a therapeutic concern because therapy didn't work for me on this breakup um, I, I tried that although I'm going to try some hypnotherapy soon um, but <laughs> it didn't work for me and I and all the things I've been making in some way have only just made me more thoughtful about it and but not thoughtful in a good way but I had an idea to do something different uh, a couple of days ago when um, so I go around at the end of at the end of the week uh, one of the things I do sorry this is free association um, I go around and I um, I go around to my parents and um, I get stoned uh, on a usually a Saturday afternoon um, and I also get stoned on a Sunday afternoon I have I have a thing called cannabis Sabbath where you know during the week I am completely sober and I work hard and I um, you know fine upstanding member of society do all of that stuff and then on Saturday and Sunday I get stoned uh, and for me this is like my um, mm, contract that I've made with pleasure which is that you know I, ideally I want to be stoned all the time but 
that doesn't work. So I get stoned on Saturday and Sunday. Anyway, I've made a podcast about it, of course. <laughs> well, about about how this whole system works, and I've been, you know, um, my current one of my current projects is interviewing interesting people who have a healthy psycho spiritual creative practice with this um, plant and uh, trying to understand what it's about, what that relationship with the plant is about, the good and the bad. It's about relationships, it's about love, of course, it's always about love. And so I go around and I get stoned with my parents and um, this time around, I thought I'd do it slightly more professionally in the sense that, and also because my parents are gonna die and I want to keep some essence of them, I thought, well, let me mic them up. Um, and each of us would be, all, you know, we'd all be just sort of mic'd up and um, separate channels and and then I could have the three of us because there's a very slightly toxic um, dynamic between my mother and my father um, very different types and yeah unless I'm stoned I, I can sometimes I sometimes have to suffer that dynamic but if I'm stoned um, you know as I am now for example it feels very very interesting that dynamic and it's almost i'm almost willing to do what i used to do as a child which is give them some couples therapy um, but i'm like willing to do it now with in in the most loving way possible and i thought wouldn't it be interesting if i did some couples therapy with mom and dad but like in a fun way so we all get mic'd up and then i read to them these again we're back to the reading i read to them these um toad and frog stories i don't know if you've ever come across them um guy called Alfred Lobel or Lobel I think it's Lobel um, who wrote these books maybe the 50s 60s I don't, I don't know when Toad and Frog children's books but I was alerted to them by um, this book I'm reading at the moment which is called Doing Philosophy with Kids it's called Brutal Sharp brut you know it's the Hobbes line um, Brutal Short blah blah uh, and is doing philosophy with kids. And he, I think he says in this book, he, he says how, um, yeah, this Toad and Frog, which is a children's book, is actually kind of one of the most profound books ever written. <laughs> and and, um, and it's a piece of, it's, you know, it's philosophy up there with whoever, anyone, anyone. And I was like, wow, okay. So my parents are now both 75. They're not really enjoying the journey as, as you would hope uh, you, you might be one day when you're 75. And so I was like, well, maybe if I get stoned, maybe if even I invite them to get stoned, although my father, my father was the only one who partook of the, of the vape, uh, maybe we could sit and read this together and have and really connect and have a kind of conversation that we can't normally have when we are all when we are unaltered when we are just locked in our three little ego cages you know me the wacky four my father is a you know the um kind of distant uh over intellectual can't really you know connect with his heart five and my mother's the sort of uh give to get two um so I recorded them, I recorded us, and, uh, and then I started working on it, and I found it so wonderful to actually also have us in these different channels, and to be able to almost sit there and listen to the, you know, I mean, you know the, the, the joy of audio. And, um, and then I thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting to do a recording where I record myself, like freely associating, um, sending a voice note to someone, but let's say to this woman who I now call Nadia, I don't use her real name anymore because it was all that painful. Um, I, I send it uh, you know, to Nadia and I'd have, I'll like record myself doing like almost like a 50 minute session, just expressing something authentic, something that to me feels authentic, but not like, this is me pouring my heart out to you. This is what I want to tell you. No, no, no. Having a kind of lovingly authentic chat as we as we did when we we went out as i'm sure as you and alex did 
um, just lo having a lovingly authentic back and forth, which made us think, oh, we're in a relationship. This is real. This is really real. And doing that with this person, um, but doing it through the magic of audio, um, because I'm not going to send it to them, although, oh, well, might. And, um, and then having that playing through one channel and then also having like a like a piece of music like a piece of sort of contrapuntal music having doing and then doing it again but presumably because it's freely associative there's going to be some of the material of the other channel and some of the new material is going to be generated uh, over a same time period and then having them playing both at the same time like a like a piece of Bach um, and see if it might be possible see if it would be interesting or enjoyable for the listener to actually have the two voices hitting the, you know, the different, um, so you'd have this sort of bilateral stimulation of the two hemispheres, you know, you, because you could be, get, you'd be, part of you would be hearing it with your right hemisphere, I'm not, um, are you aware of, you know, I'm sure you must know Ian McGilchrist, um, maybe, uh, Ian McGilchrist, uh, the sort of master in his emissary, the two hemispheres, and he did this incredible work on what it means to be split, split brain have these two sides of us you know the vampire and the victim you know it's sort of there's something very split about the human something very binary about the human about human consciousness but to sort of play with that having one coming into the right channel one coming into the left channel and and would that be interesting or would it just be a, a cacophony would it just be a sort of a sort of literally a sort of um tower of babel of consciousness and who wants that? That's just confusing and upsetting, right? You want something that's something that's sort of more interesting to listen to. So anyway, um, so I, I've recorded that, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was wondering if uh, if I could send it to you, and I was wondering if you could send me some thoughts on it. If you're if you're up for that, um, I don't know. One day, if you're taking the dog for a walk, I think with because I you know, trying to make it for headphones, so you've got some good headphones. Uh, would it, does it make for interesting listening, or is it just, is it just some kind of, um, what's that Rebecca Solnit book? Um, men talking at me, you know, what was it? Um, men having conversations at me. Um, men having conversations with themselves at me. Um, mansplaining, basically. Is it just mansplaining? That would be my share with you if you were up for that share. And if you don't feel like I've already overshared, which I probably have. Um, but I definitely feel there is a synchronicity there in terms of, in terms of let's say, the work you're producing at the moment and, and I guess the work I'm producing. And if you're up for a bit of that share, I'd really love what you think about this um, uh, split brain um, piece of audio um, inspired by my um, by me Ma and Pa Pa stoned although he claimed he wasn't but he was um, reading uh, the Toad and Frogs the Toad and Frog stories which was actually a, it was as you would expect it was a, it was just a magical piece of um, audio I will which I will um, treasure for the rest of my life um, because it was just so real it was just us not not performing just being real and I think that's what um, although of course the be the being real is a performance of course it is but it was as close to it was as close to their souls as I could get looking forward to having an interaction um, an interesting interaction with you on wednesday it doesn't have to be doing us doing the reader on <laughs> on young blood but that would be my suggestion that i've given to you in a very long long-winded way um thank you for letting me freely associate with you at you for you for 20 minutes and um ciao ciao
I think this song is appropriate, um, being that it's like a sauna in here right now. <laughs> Y'all niggas got me hot. If you know this shit, sing along. Niggas got me hot. With the nigga came for you taking shots from afar. I'ma meet you at your front door. Huh. So hard to be doing what you really meant for beauty. But don't I make it look easy? Don't I make it look good? Hey, you drink up all my liquor. Come on, what I'm supposed to do now? And you tell him all that shit. Now come on, you gon' have to back it up. If I get too high now. song about Jose? Uh, shit, man. It's never coming down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Paid up, you know, coming down off of what? I don't know. Substances? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you into? No, no. I like water myself. Yeah, Plenty of it. Um, yeah, come down. That was come down. High tech, DJ high tech. He did that beat. Let's see how we're going to do this. Stand. Be careful, the idle mind is a dangerous place to be left in. But keep your eyes on. Your heart don't stand a chance. It feels like it's been far too long. Your knees can't hold your legs. Your feet just want to pace. Your eyes keep me all in the trance. So let me ask you. Holding you back. Don't 
it's been far too long, girl, hold up. Your heart don't stand a chance, your knees just on the pace, your eyes keep me all in the trance, and let me ask you. What you used to But you know it Hey, do I hold the candle to the last one? No, for your moon Maybe of course I flew But I'm not over what we had Don't it feel like it's been far too long, girl Your heart don't stand a chance play that low. <laughs> These are the free nationals, by the way. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah. the different assortments of nationalities. And, um, these are my only friends as well. So it's good. We've been playing for a while. Um, this next song is about Jose's ex-girlfriend, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like she's still, <laughs> She's still your ex? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> He's got a new flex, right? A new day, huh? Okay, day. cool, yeah, cool. Man. Let's do it.
Hernandez, big heart. Yeah. <laughs> what else do y'all want to play? Do y'all do, should we do request hour? Not sure. Yeah? This could be dangerous. Oh! I thought this was a more cultured, like, <laughs> mature. So y'all like being called bitches over here. Okay, cool, man. <laughs> Um, I talk a lot of shit on this song. Is that okay? We've never done this like this. Can we do it? We're gonna try this. This might be our last one. Go over the notes. You know the chords? Yeah. yeah. It's only a loop. Yeah. I just want to start on the right one. You know what I'm saying? Only two chords. Hold on. How are we gonna start? We gonna start all in? Let's start like we used to do back in the old days. Oh yeah? Yeah, just keep going. Or should I do should I call it? Yes, love! actually one of my mom's favorite songs. So. <laughs> she like it. You know, it's good enough.
valley tonight There's a man in the shadows with a gun in his eye And a blade shining no so bright There's evil in the hand, there's thunder in the sky And a killer's on the bloodshot streets Oh, I'm down in the tunnel with a deadly horizon Oh, I swear I saw a young boy down in the gutter He was stopping the foam in the heat There's gonna be some light But I gotta get out, I gotta break it out now Before the final cut of dawn So we gotta make the most of our one night Together when it's over, you know We'll both be so alone
breaking out of my body and flying away like a better. 